<laughs> you should see my nude video from yesterday running around the airport. Hey, guess what? We're live. I, I got that all. Good. We're live. No, we're not. By the way, oh, we I are. Don't care, dude. I'm nothing to hide, bro. All right. Hey. Are we actually live? We're live. Yes. Let me, let me introduce everybody. Let me introduce. Okay, everybody. hold on. Let me introduce my pal here. Okay, sure. Who's your pal? You have friends? Can't introduce yourself. No, he's my assistant. He's my friend. He and his father and a bunch of his workers just totally redid my place, dude. We're going to do a tour What's of my his place. Name? What's his name? What's his name? Introduce yourself, man. Jorka Games. Hey, nice yeah. to meet you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to deal with this guy. With PJ. That's all right. I love him. Awesome. He loves me already, bro. Man. We met three days ago. I love it. Oh, my God. It's a cuckoo's nest over there. I like that. <laughs> I like that kid. Welcome to I'm Fat Fish. I am Brad. Okay, I'm going to do this whole intro. Okay, here we go. Ready? And then you'll speak. Scumbag. Here we go. Hi, I'm Brad Grunny Grumberg, a.k.a. Snacks. Welcome to show, a very special show on Sunday, number 18. And that's Eric Fish Schneider. We're back. And we have this this guy. You're going to love this guy. No, you're this not. is a guy that I know. Love or hate, one or the other. Meatballs for say hello to PJ Marks. How about a nice hand? Here we go. Yeah. Hey, thanks for being here. Thanks for being on the show. Look at you. Wait. New Jersey surf dude cap. Oh, Jesus, man. Dude. One of my tenants is a jeweler, and I wasn't wearing any jewelry for the last 40. Wow, this is hard. Those are mushrooms. <laughs> dude, I, I'm a true believer. Lighting, please. Yeah. <laughs> Take 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 a big hit of that, and then pass it to oh, Brad. I'm gonna. Brad, oh, Brad, Brad's not hungry today, so take a hit of that and pass it to okay. Brad. Can you grab the goodie bag out of the cabinet? Hey, uh, cabinet. Hey, hey, PJ, pull up your pants, please. Okay, now. Look at this fucking guy. Oh, no. Come on, man. What are you oh, that was, that was wait, hard. You got a better, wait a minute. You got a better ass than fucking fish. No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't? Oh, no. Okay. no. All right. I'm going to start by saying we, PJ Marks and I met long ago on a movie called Meatballs 4. Correct. I was an actor. Now, how the hell did you, why did they hire your sorry ass? Okay. How Good. did you get involved with that? I, I was working at SeaWorld at the time. They opened a new show in San Diego. So this is all part of the story. Sorry if it's a long one, but it, it's, no. it is what it is, right? Sure. So... The, the the show director was a piece of shit. I won't say his name, Gary Thompson. Okay. And he fucking lied to me and a bunch of other people to get us to San Diego. And then when we got, he said, oh, you're going to do two shows a day. I know it's not a lot of money, but then you'll be able to surf the rest of the time. And you, five shows a day during the week, six on weekends, and seven, I'm all backwards, man. I haven't even smoked any weed yet. Seven on weekends. Now, now you said surf. By the way, that's how uh, Eric got his name Fish because I've never heard of this before. A Jewish surfer. A Jewish surfer. Oh no, there's plenty of Jewish surfers. There there's are some kids here, dude. I live in a predominantly Jewish area, Sephardic and Hasidic. All my tenants are Jewish. The whole community, Long Branch, New Jersey, Brighton Avenue, Brighton Avenue. Oh, God, here I go off on fucking 20 tangents. Sorry, I'll bring you it back. It's named after Brighton Beach in London. Bright, uh, West End is a part of London, I think. 
And this was the world's Long Branch, New Jersey, and Brighton Avenue was the world's premier oceanfront resort destination from 1870 to like the 1920s until the Garden State Parkway opened up and air travel, and then everything went to shit. You've heard of Asbury Park, Bruce? Uh, no, that's Eric. No, Bruce Springsteen. You heard oh, of Bruce him? Springsteen. Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay. He lived in West End for like 20 years. West End was a hippie town. The building I'm sitting in now, my grandfather bought was a parking lot, and there was this little tiny eight by eight shack in the corner and it was a head shop. Wow. And there was another really? head shop right down the road. And I learned to surf here. The beach is two blocks away. It's sick, dude. Like okay. you want to go on a tour of the place? Should I keep talking? No, what no, no, no tours yet. No tours yet. I meatballs. want to know a couple things about meatballs. So you're at SeaWorld. They came and the guy, fucked, the guy fucked me. And yeah. then I found out he fucked a bunch of other people. So I said, okay, you, you want to fuck with me? Let's go, buddy. So I, I did actually hurt my ankle this one Ooh. it still hurts but it's okay okay and uh so i i would i would i i worked i milked it i was better two weeks later halfway through the summer that was it i didn't do any more shows because like, i was such a prick right can i, can I step in for a second here gentlemen Absolutely. dj I, I i'm just meeting you welcome to the show nice to meet you how long have you been a sensitivity trainer? Because you're very pumped. <laughs> right. My whole fucking life, dude. Sinai. And by the way, I love surfing. I love this guy. I love everything about this guy's attitude, the bong, the shirt. Do you know PJ in LA? Brad is the only guy, 86, from Venice, Santa Monica, Zuma. Really? Beach. He can't go in the water because it attracts all the, all the you know, the, 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 the sea urchins that are going to attack humans. They love blubber, dude. Blubber's I think, bit, I think that bit went right in the toilet. By no, the way, no, I heard Brad on. I heard on Curb Your Enthusiasm that Brad was FAT positive. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at the smile on this guy. Dude, have familiar? you ever seen a more purple bud in your oh, life? Oh my god! Look at this. Look guy. at this flower. Are you a drug dealer? No, 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 no. I only like Vermont, New York, New Jersey, Colorado, there's so much weed, there's so many shrooms around that I just kind of, I buy it like a pound of everything at a time and just give it away. Oh, that's nice. All my you're, friends. Oh, you're like Santa Claus. Let me ask you this. Are those veneers? What are those, fake teeth? Or are those that's real? my buddy in Ecuador. I broke all my teeth skateboarding when I was like 10, and I've had like Bondo and this and that and crowns. Oh, great. My hang glider pilot friend, Paradise Air Sports in Groveland, Florida. Is this guy crazy? He goes, <laughs> he goes, dude, you got to go see uh, Raul in Ecuador. He, he's I know Raul. Head. He's been on the show. Great guy. Oh, he's yeah, great. Dude, you should do something with him. He's, <laughs> he's not very good at English, but yeah. whatever. By the way, I just want to let you know, Sonny PJ, Charlie Sheen called. He wants his shirt back from Fish. Look at that fucking shirt he's wearing. Look at it. Huh? Oh, I got Is that two and a half minutes? <laughs> yeah. What, what, right? What's down below? Nothing. Oh, of course. This guy doesn't wear pants. What are you kidding me? Oh. Fuck. Yeah, I didn't wear pants yesterday, did I? Where's that video? By the way, PJ, we have a surprise for you. We want to show okay. you a picture. There you are, buddy. Yeah, on the floor. What a, Wendell look at the Russell. Jesus, what an actor. God, look at you. You're so method. You're De Niro. You know, how I, got, you. you know how I got that part? Do you remember? <laughs> no, I want to know. number 10? Logan right. had needed a third judge. Sorry if I'm stepping on you, Brad. I'm, a, I'm you know, me. No, no, you're not. You're not. Bobby Logan, the director, the writer. Was looking for the third judge. Sorry. Of Meatballs 4? Yes. Oh, you, you were. I, I, and how did you get the part? Him. Did you have to sleep with Bobby? Did you give him a hand job? I would. I would have blown him. I have no problem with that. But no. <laughs> I, I had oh, these blown guys before. Right? You, you. Come on. Of course. That doesn't and make you, me gay, dude. 
No. I think the only way you're gay is if you're on your back, spread eagle, and someone's fucking pounding you. (laughs) So, so back to back to me. Southwest Airlines is one of our sponsors. <laughs> nice to know that all the strip clubs in Las Vegas will be sponsors from now on. And uh, yeah, United delegate. we fly. United we stand. United we fly. Exactly. So how did you get the fucking gig on Meatballs Four? Let's go back to that after you take yeah, the ball. Sorry, man. That's yeah. no, okay. Don't say you're sorry. No <laughs> so, so I would come in. So I'd come into work on crutches every every week or so, and walk around, act like my ankle still hurt, and all the guys in the show knew I was better and they were like you fucking liar we know you're lying i was like yeah whatever what are you gonna do so i'm i'm talking to the chick who answers the phone at SeaWorld. i go hey what's up you know just hanging around oh god wardrobe change uh i need a tack waterman hat i'm gonna plug some people later you let me know yeah definitely plug everybody okay yeah um so I talked to this chick. She's answering the phone. I'm like, what's going on? She goes, oh, I just got this call from this guy. He's making a movie. I go, give me that number. She was like, can't. I'll get fired. I go, just give me the fucking number. Come on, man. She gives me the number. They never talked to the show director who fucked me. I, I called the guy. Hey, PJ Marks from SeaWorld. Uh, I heard you're you know, looking to do a movie. What do you need? He goes, I need everything. I said, I'll get you the boats. I'll get you the skis. I'll get you the wetsuits. I'll get you the jet skis. I'll get you the jet skiers. I'll get you the stunt people. I fucking got him everything, dude, because you know me. I just go. I do. I do. Unfortunately, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me. So the, the rumor so, is. So he goes, I need a tape of the show. We lost our writer. We have a new writer. Who was the writer? Do you remember? Bob was Logan. Bob? Wrote it. Yeah. Bob, oh. Bob Logan. Yeah. Bob, they didn't Bob know anything Logan about water wrote, skiing. And he directed. Yeah. Yeah. Literally nothing about water skiing. So I said, dude, I'm your man. What do you need? Because I need a tape of the show. My mom was there like the day before I had a VHS in my hand. I said, if I overnight this to you, will that help? He goes, oh, fuck, that'll save me so much time. What was his name? Bruce, the unit production manager. No, you slept with him, too. Yeah, I don't know. him. No, I just you fucking did a good job, dude. I, I don't mind blowing. Were you a Thank technical you. advisor? Were you a I was the water ski advisor, technically. Oh, gotcha. That's what that was your job. You got the part. And I heard also, I heard something else about you. Okay. you were kind of a, you were, we had some beautiful women as actresses on, in the movie. You were creeping on some of them. Is that true? Oh, I was creeping on every. Do you all remember creeping on you, dude? How about that one? <laughs> look at that. Dude, when you look like that. <laughs> when you look like that, you get any chick you get. Now, if you zoom in, look at the teeth. This is how I got the, 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 the judge part. I see those little two buck yeah, teeth? Really zoom in. It was one canine, oh. one canine and one square, and it was this big... I was dating this chick who was a dental assistant, and she made these ugly fucking buck teeth, and I would carry them around with me, you know, just in case. Just in, and, and they so came I, in handy. Yeah. So I go up to Bob, I got the teeth in, and I got a piece of cardboard, and I wrote the number 10 on it, and I went, ugh. <laughs> you got the uh, <laughs> Hey, Fish, is this guy great or what? So, yeah. We yeah. want to show you something. Um, this is uh, so. The question I have for you is: When you got there to Bass Lake, California, yep. near Fresno, that's where we filmed. That was my first away game. Uh, Fish. I that was my first away game. More hats too. Part. I can't believe it. And, uh, and oh, what do you was, mean? It's your first away game? I never, I never went away to do a movie. Uh, my first away game. I was a young actor and uh, they put me on a plane and uh, they said, you're going to Bass Lake, California. I was excited because that's where John Candy filmed 
the great outdoors. Oh, no it's shit. Like, I didn't, I don't think I ever yeah. knew that. Yeah. And did you, by the way, did you live in the party house with all the other actors? I was alone because I'm so method. I was no, the nerd. I think I, no, I think I asked for my own place. Right. You lived in your car. Um, so, Fish, what do you think about this guy? I mean, this is pretty amazing. Right? He's, like, he's like one of my customers. <laughs> so when I had my wakeboard camp in Florida, I was, if I can yeah, find Tell us it. about that. Tell us about what you did after the movie. You're a great businessman. You had this great company. What are you looking for? Is, is there, can, can is you, there can somebody, you is there, my is somebody in my office? robbing you? What are you doing? Okay. My assistant. I'm asking him to give me shit. He's a great guy. Get rid of him. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> fire his ass. Yeah, fire his ass. Take another bong hit. Anyway, um, ooh, what's this? Oh, oh, nice. Goose, new jam band, played two nights in Asbury last week. Fucking sick, dude. Check out Goose, Fireworks 23. Hey, it's Gilligan. <laughs> Gilligan's, yeah, there's Gilligan, yeah. So, <laughs> a little fateful trip. So we met you. We, uh, every, uh, I remember that you creeped on uh, um, Deborah Tucker. Deborah. No, was, no, uh, no. Made out with her. She looked into my eyes, dude, and that was the end of it. Oh, oh, really? And yeah, you, dude. You, yeah, she said you were not a very good kisser. And then she got a restraining order against well, you. <laughs> Still has it. What, I'm good at that. That was great. What was that? Blow, blowing, blowing, you know, sucking. Oh, that's fantastic. Fan, thank you. But I don't let him finish on me. <laughs> he turns so tell us about after the movie, what did you do? You, you're, like I said, you had this. Uh, we were in the Oh, is that your mom? Yeah, dude, she was a pro water skier. There's another oh, group I love of that picture. on the floor in the office. No, I know, I know. Okay. So, um, Charlie, I told she, you I'd be hard to deal no, with. This is good. So, tell us about your businesses, what you've done, what you're doing now, all that good stuff. So, my first job was selling vegetables. My grandfather was a gardener. He came over from, from Italy. Okay. And I spent, uh, he, he came over on a boat from Italy in the early 1900s with nothing, worked as a gardener on these estates in Elbron and Deal, which is a very, very wealthy part of the country. You have Long Branch, Elbron, which is part of Long Branch, Deal, Allenhurst, and then Asbury Park. Everyone's heard of Asbury Park, right? Sure. So he, he worked hard, saved his money, lived below his means, uh, and eventually owned this building that I'm sitting in now. That when he died, I went to my mom and my aunt. When my mom died, I went to me and my brother. I bought them out. I put seven hundred grand into it. It looks beautiful now. I got it fully rented out. I got great tenants. My life is like the American dream, bro. It's income-producing assets. My grandfather used to say to me as a kid, Pete, Peter. I was named after Peter Falvo, my grandfather. You work for the money, and then the money works for you. And now the money's working for me, bro. All I do is fly airplane gliders. I took all my friends gliding yesterday. Wow. This friend of mine in a wheelchair. I took her surfing last week. Wow. I'm going to teach her how to hang glide at Paradise Air Sports in Florida. I know I left that story. I'm 10 stories. Sorry. Um, You're doing great. Where were we at? What does PJ stand for? Peter Jeffrey Marks. I thought it was a meta marker. Junior? Oh, like Peter. Uh, pickle Jeffrey. juice. I like it. No, PJ Marks. I like it. It's a, you know, it's a, a what that's kind of like a porn name. I like that's that. my stage name. My, oh. What is my porn name? Why don't you give me a porn name? I'm I never had a porn name right now. What, Fish, watch this. I'm going to give you a porn name. Tommy I'm, Salami. What do you think? I'm not a Tommy. How about PD? Something with PD. I like PD. PD the ED. PD ED Dicky. We want to show you. So, uh, Fish, do you have anything else to ask this guy? 
because in the meatballs world, that's what I want to know. The meatballs world. Well, obviously, you know, the, this this franchise that was the budget for the original film in '79 was 1.2 million. It made 70 million. Wow, nice. Matt Craven, Chris Makepeace. I mean, look at this. Someone cast it. Um, Kate Lynch was in this thing. I mean, and the one, the one. If you remember the first film, remember Spaz? You ever yep. watched the first film with Spaz? The fat I, guy. I don't know if I really remembered. I I wasn't really into those movies, to be honest. Oh. Well, you should be because it was a great movie, and the reason that it was called Meatballs it was called Happy Campers. Meatballs Four was that the was the original name. Happy Campers, and then MGM bought the movie and they had MGM. MGM do you know that uh, MGM that MGM oh I thought you said MJ okay go ahead MJ <laughs> oh you like Michael Jordan no and I hear MJ marijuana MMJ. oh marijuana back Medical to that marijuana okay and uh that's how it became meatballs four because everybody was familiar with the name but yeah. uh, Bobby Logan is I still talk to Bobby oh yeah he me, yeah he told me not to have you on the show yeah of yeah. course does he remember me <laughs> He does remember you. Nice. I said, no, he remembers everybody. That was so much fun. I learned so much. And by the way, Corey Feldman, a shout out to him. He yeah. taught me so much about being an actor. He was so cool. I'm still friends with him today. Oh, and uh, it's a great movie. It really is a great movie. Oh, dude, fucking Details Magazine. Did you ever read that? No. They called it possibly one of the worst movies of all uh, time. What do they know? Yeah, well, you know, you know why? Why? Look at this! Look at this scene with Brad. This, right? This is. Wait, this, what are you doing? Bye. Take Bye. care, of you. I'm gonna really miss you, folks. Neil, someday I want to be able to bring my kids to your camp. You do that, son. It'll be here. Jennifer. Bye, Victor. I hope you had fun. Thanks. Oh, Victor. Bye, bye. You like my hair? You look terrific. I think I'm going to miss you most of all, Ricky. Gosh, I suddenly feel like I'm in the Wizard of Oz. Take care of the dinner. Oh, 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 okay. No tongue, though. No tongue, Victor. Get out of here. Come on, get out of here. Go. Bye, Victor. Bye, Victor. Bye, Vic. Hey, Victor. Where's your clothes, man? Victor! Wait! Wait for me! Victor, I'll get us some good seats, okay? Hey. Hey, Ricky. You think my mom's gonna like her? I don't know, but your dad's gonna love her. Bye. Well, another summer's come and gone. Oh, how did you? How did you find? What did you do? How did you find that? I found it. Oh my goodness. Did you, did, you see, did you see the mistake of me driving the boat because none of the actors could drive the boat? I know. It was, it was, and you see way, it in my hat and my. You want to know a fun fact about that movie? Yes. That was, give me all scene. Yeah. That was the last scene. Corey, when they were doing Corey's POV and then my POV, Corey said uh, to Christy Tom, that was my love interest. She's so awesome. Who, uh, you? Yeah. Don't give him a kiss I, on the cheek. How sweet was she? She was the best. The oh, best. She was I the best, nicest person on that movie. You I, were the worst. No, I was the worst. You were right no, you, below me. You still are. You know, no. I, yeah, dude, the I'm the worst. I get it. But Corey said to her, he goes, hey, come on, Christy. Give give, uh, give Victor Thigpen a real kiss. I swear to God, on the, on the turnaround for, for Corey, 
She stuck yeah. her tongue down my throat. She starts making out with me. Yeah, I'm baby. Sure I, no, God's honest truth. One of the best kissers ever. And look, Fish, if you, if you heard that, he said, I'm gone. <laughs> no, but wasn't it a great time? Wasn't it a great time? We oh, dude, it was one of the best fucking times of my life, right? I know, I know. And you really are a great guy. So what? tell us some more about what's going on in your life now. What you're, you know, Tell us about that business in the Bahamas. Was it in the Bahamas? No, I didn't have a business. I bought a house. I was living in Florida. I had my wakeboard camp, and I blew out my knee. And just, you know, I never was the same. I was getting older. And I was like, you know, I'm to get back to surfing. So actually, I was, I was driving a boat one day, and this little amphibious airplane comes in. All this stuff, all the pictures and all the videos of this stuff are on my YouTube channel, Smoke and Mirrors Productions and Facebook and all that, Instagram. But I see this little seaplane flying by, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting one of those. So I tracked the guy down. He was in Orlando. It's called Progressive Aerodyne. The ship's called the Sea Ray. It's a two-seat, side-by-side. I'll try and find your picture at some point. Maybe I can get my, my assistant, but we'll find it. And uh, so I started flying again. I got my license in 89, but I took a break. I was wakeboarding, water skiing, all that. And then I, I, I looked at these maps and I'm looking at the Bahamas and the, the shape of the, or the bathymetry it's called. It's like Hawaii. The reason the waves are so good in Hawaii, because it's like this and the waves just come and there's nothing to stop them. When you have a shallow shelf and it's 100 feet deep, 20 miles an hour, the waves drag and lose energy. So I'm looking at the Bahamas and it just drops off like 8,000 feet and there's all these coral reefs. I'm like, there has to be surf. So I fly into Marsh Harbor. I land. I go into town. We're having a drink at a bar. I say, hey, I'm here to surf. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, there's no surf in the Bahamas. There's no surf in the because everyone goes to Nassau and Freeport. And those are the inner outer islands, <laughs> per se. So I ask a bartender, hey, I'm looking to surf. He goes, oh, go over to Hopetown and ask for Steve. So I get on the ferry. I go over to Hopetown with my girlfriend, Heather. And we, we land there and here comes this dirty surfer, no shoes. He's ripped up shorts. And I'm like, are you Steve? He goes, Fuck are you? I go, oh, uh, what was his name? Otto or something from the bar in Marsh Harbor said to look for you. I'm looking for a place to surf. He goes, come on, get in my truck. Where are you from? New, uh, Florida. You party? I go, what do you mean? He's like, you smoke weed? I go, fuck yeah. Lights up a joint, gets me high, takes me to all the surf breaks. He goes, where are you staying tonight? I don't know. He goes, I got a beach house. You can have it. What? I was in Hopetown, Elbow Key, Bahamas. Wow. So then we go up to Nippers. There's this bar on a, an island called Guanaki, about seven miles north of Marsh Harbor. And the ferries run, you know, five times a day. So we get on the ferry we, to Marsh. We go to the ferry to Guana. And we pull up and there's dirt roads it's just it's the fucking crystal clear water there's two surf break three surf breaks on this island there's three or four in hope town i'm like what the fuck dude what have i just found so i met this guy i was a pilot he had a resort right on the beach called dolphin beach resort and it was these sick little one-of-a-kind cabins one had a swinging bed on ropes another one had this and that but they were right on the ocean and i learned Early that if I bring shit over to the Bahamas, haul freight, not weed, you don't fuck with that. I didn't need no. I had, that was okay. I had my that you could trade with people. So I this guy Bruce, who's still a friend of mine today, Bruce McDaniel, was running Dolphin Beach Resort. And I would bring him TVs, building supplies, I ran dogs, I ran surfboards. 
uh, TVs, ev everything they couldn't get in Guanakee because they don't have Home Depot or Lowe's. And I would haul shit over for people and, and they, I would trade. That's great. And you did that for how long? I went there first in 99. Uh, I left there probably 2010-ish maybe. My mom got sick in 2008 and died. Sorry. And then, uh, yeah, that was a tough one. She was 77. She was young. God bless her. We're talking about your mom. So uh, anyway, I, I made friends with him, brought him a bunch of kite boards. I was partners with Tony Finn in the wakeboard camp at the time. He owned Liquid Force. That's how we started the wakeboard camp. Um, what, is a, what, what is a wakeboard? What, what is that for our listeners? Seriously? No, I mean, for our listeners. I know yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, well, so, so snow skiing, snowboarding, snow, winter. Think of summer, water skiing, wakeboarding. It's a snowboarding. Oh, okay. oh okay. Behind a boat with a rope. And water skiing shot itself in the foot because it got too technical, too elitist. It was slalom courses and rope lengths and timing and jump ramps. And it was a very high barrier to entry. Like think skateboarding. What do you need right. to skateboard? Fucking skateboard in the street, you're out. Yeah. So they kind of shot themselves in the foot. So Tony Finn designed and marketed the first wakeboard called the Scurfer. It was this roto molded plastic piece of shit, foot straps, it was terrible. But of course I'm riding it, I'm in Orlando. With hanging out at Ski World with Mike Chadwick, that was kind of the center of the water ski universe at the time because World Publication, who had Water Ski Magazine, was in Winter Park right next door, and Lake Ivanhoe was right on I four. That was like like the main ski lake in town. So I'm hanging out there, uh, I'm riding the skur for all the water skiers. Like, oh, what are you idiots doing on these fucking stupid things? You blah blah blah, dude. We fucking destroyed water skiing. Wakeboarding took off. All the water skiers, all these little pothead surfer skater kids. Took all the contracts, all the promos, all the money, all the pro tour, water skiing died and wakeboarding fucking took off. That's good. I want to get to one thing before we, uh, we, we, we depart here. Um, I no, it's very important. The Burt Reynolds movie. Tell us about the document. Was it a documentary that you did about Burt Reynolds? He's one of my favorites. And Fish, you love Burt, right? Smokey and the Bandit. One of the I great actors of our time. I mean... He's the best. How about, I like him. Well, Boogie Boogie Nights is my favorite role. He oh, yeah. Oh. oh, he's amazing in Boogie Nights. So tell us about your relationship with Burt Reynolds and what you did uh, with him. Before, uh, you know. So Scott DuPont was a friend of mine in college. He went to Rollins and I went to UCF. You're fine, man. You can do it. You can cross the bank. Take another bong hit, please. Okay. Me? No, me. I don't. I'm kidding. Oh, I can't help you there. I know. I love you. Microdosing mushrooms, dude. That's the new thing. Anyway, we'll get back to that. Um, yeah. So tell us about Burt Reynolds, please. So Scott Dupont, friend of mine in college. I was a UCF water ski team. That's why I chose UCF. You have friends? Okay. Thank you. Know what they call me? I know. Horrifying, yet awkwardly captivating. Oh, good. So what did he, did he put you in touch with Bert? No, I think I put, I think I put a message on Facebook or something like, uh, I am in Colorado. I'm looking for, you know, I got a few bucks. I'm looking for something to do. And I get this message from Scott DuPont. He's literally DuPont. He claims he's on the poor side of the DuPonts, but you know, what does that mean? It's all relative, right? Sure. It's like the sweat on your aunt's ass. You know what they call that? What? Relative humidity. 
Ants ass. I love it. So did you end up doing this movie with Burt Reynolds? So Scott calls me. He bullshits me. This fucking guy, Rick Pamplin, he's a fucking tool. Lied to me up and down, left and right. I just told me, you know. told me what I wanted to hear, took my money, and switched everything. Uh-huh. Made it a religious movie. We had these. I went to the first half of the shooting. I was pretty ill at the time from the sleep apnea and the pain and all that shit. I wasn't functioning very well. But I went to the first half of the shooting. And, dude, this guy was yelling at people. He's like, that's how Hollywood works. And, you know, they had new equipment the first day. They're setting up their sound. And he's fucking standing over him yelling at him. I took him aside. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Chill out. What the, what's wrong with you? He's a fucking cuckoo. I hate him. You haven't noticed. Let him go. Say his name. Yeah. Don't work with Rick Plamplin. You want to sue? He can't sue me. He has no fucking money. Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing the movie, blah, blah, blah. So I go down there to shoot. We have all these great interviews. It was a documentary. It was called Movie Money Confidential. It was a micro budget, 250 documentary about how to raise money for films. Everyone knows you go to full sale in Florida to learn how to make a movie. Mm -hmm. But how do you get the money. So it was us telling our stories, me telling how I got involved doing the, the book DVD from the wakeboard camp. The wakeboard camp was a shit business, but everyone's like, you got to do a DVD, DVD. So we did this five disc, eight hour, 46 minutes, a wakeboarding instructional DVD. The first disc didn't even have, can you grab one? It's over there. The uh, first DVD didn't have any wakeboarding and it. it was how to launch your boat, how to tie the rope, how to loop the rope, how to put your bindings on right. all that shit. All right, there you go. Promote that. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah, it's done. It's done, but it's all over the internet. We gave them permission okay. to use it because we didn't shoot it in HD. Lesson learned. So, so he left out. We had all these great interviews and all this great information, and he decided to do like 17 minutes on this chick who was like religious at St. Andrew. Uh, uh, dude, he, he, changed, he changed the deal halfway through the game, yeah. No, right in the beginning of the game. He oh, just right told me what I needed to hear and then fucked me for yeah. the rest of the time. What's your message? What's your message to people who want to invest in films and stuff like that? You gotta have money to put into 10 films and you hope one hits. Okay. And everyone told me that I'd get fucked by the distributor and our distributors they'll go, Yeah, you make your movie, it'll make money, and your distributor's not gonna pay you. And good luck getting the money. Remember I called you for an attorney? Yeah, of course, man. I'm there for you. Thank so you. In in closing, I want to ask you this. What would you tell your younger self now that you're, you know, where you are in that life? What would you tell your younger self? You it wouldn't matter because I wouldn't have listened. <laughs> okay, there you go. And Wait. how do people find you on social? Uh, are you on Facebook? Are you on... Uh... Oh, can you grab the QR codes, please? Uh, PJ Marks on Facebook. Okay, beautiful. Uh, let me see. I can give you... Yeah. So I would not prepare that. Are you on Instagram or threads? Or All anything? the links on Facebook. Okay. Great. Great. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. What, what is that? Oh, that's oh, that's Just links to the QR codes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's Burt Reynolds' last interview trailer. Okay. And I think that is Movie Money Confidential. You want to scan that? Very nice. Well, Facebook Very is PJ Marks. You'll see me. Uh, oh, and the YouTube is Smoke and Mirrors Productions. There's two. Mine's yeah. the yellow one. There's a black one. It's, there's a glider. I got all I do is like record my life now and what I do. And every once in a while, I get some really crazy shit. I got flipped over by a humpback whale. I chased it. First time I ever saw a humpback whales in New Jersey, right down the street. 
feeding on bunkers. There's this great four minute video explains the whole thing. I paddled so far out to sea. They said they couldn't, they couldn't see me anymore. And I come up and there's this humpback whale and I like touch him and he, he sensed me and he flipped me over and tried to hit me with his tail fluke. And I look up and there's a drone. I hate when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> PJ Marks. Thank you so much, man, for being on the show. We 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 have uh, yeah no no we're good buddy we're good. How much time was that? No, buddy, you you did a good 32. 32. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, no, this is good stuff, man. Uh, any questions from our audience, uh, Fish? For no, the, for our guest, guy, they said, well, if this guy's what's this one guy said? <laughs> Whatever he's smoking's not working. <laughs> oh no, I get stimulated by THC. Uh, oh, okay. A lot of people do. I want to. I got a. I got a shout out to Bobby Logan because if it wasn't for Bobby Logan and Meatballs Four, I would never have met you. You're a real character, and thank, uh, you, thank you for being on the show. And I will be in touch. And uh, PJ, I love you, man. Stay safe, Thanks. okay? Thanks, brother. All right, buddy. Nice Just to meet you, Fishman. You too, See you buddy. Fish show. Yeah. Do one. Dead and Company this weekend. Don't miss that. John so Mayer killing us. We're all going to meet in Vegas, and we're going to go to. Shucks, uh, Shucks Cafe, and uh, well, they we're gonna they're, they're gonna call the police. Oh, Shucks Tavern, but it's okay. Oh, okay, yeah. sir. Yeah. I, I renamed it. Yeah. Uh, that's where. Take care, buddy. Thank you so much. I love you, man. Hey, thanks Later. for having me, Brad. Good to meet you, Fish. Always, man. I'll be in touch. I love you, man. Wow. Are you okay? Yeah, fine. I love him. No, he's great. He is really a he. Sure. He has a big heart. He really does. He's a great guy, man. Like you and me. See, he talked about his mother. Yeah, that's Chuck's it. Tavern. Chuck's Tavern. That's How was it last night, by the way? It says great night last night. Great night. Oh, that's great. I got fun of because of my t shirt, because uh, of my shirt. But uh -huh. what are you going to do? You know, anyways, Jesse Hearns, Tommy Hitman's Hearns brother. Uh. My double. I don't know, man. <laughs> They're making a movie about his life. So he wants to come on the show. We'll have him on. Um, okay. What a character this guy was, huh? Wow. I haven't seen uh, PJ in a long time, and uh, I'm so glad we had him on the show. He is a real character. I mean, there's no other PJs in this world. They broke the mold, for sure, right? He's 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 wound tight, brother. I'll tell yeah, you. He, yeah, that's the why he smokes uh, a lot of pot. The only reaction I had a lot of blown hits. was basically this. you man so i met him in the fox commissary and i used to wait on him and i asked him this question i said hey ray you know in field of dreams you spent a lot of time in the cornfields what we i heard you were jerking off in there to a playboy he goes no man it was a hustler he was the great he would go i would goof on him he would goof on me we love you ray we miss you uh that's but, so good fellas yeah, okay. was something else i, I didn't expect that you know but yeah. hey, he's look, look, there's a guy who's a lot. He's got to be close to our age, and he lives his life. He's a live wire. God bless him. You know, I, he, you know, he's one of these guys. We had a guy in a pod. I won't mention names, but I had a guy in a previous podcast, Donnie Most, 
Who, <laughs> I love him a question. Ralph Mouth? Yeah, he's a great guy. From tremendous right shooter. Yeah. The best. So we talked about this off camera, you and I, one time, that if you said, if I said to Brad, what'd you do this morning? I got up, I brushed my teeth, my dad hurt his hip, I walked into the wheelchair, we watched TV. Donnie Most would say, we got up, I got up, I went to the bathroom, there was a choice of Crest or Aquafresh. I couldn't figure out what toothbrush to use. They can't get the, so same with this PJ guy, it's hard to get from point A to point, point B and wrap it up. They go through the whole thing. And he brings up people that we, I love people like that that bring up people that we should know. This guy fucked me. And you know, if you're this guy, fuck you. <laughs> he got oh, fucked he, a lot, you know, but. Oh no, he, no, he, he just says what's on his mind, which is great. You know, I love people like that. Uh, it's it's kind of like the line in, uh, <clears throat> in Planes, Trains and Automobiles, one of my favorite movies. And Steve Martin goes, uh, does this story have a point or an ending? Yeah. Right. But PJ, no, I, I love the stories and, uh, He's lived a very colorful life. Sure has. Hey, I got to show you something. A couple of memes. I want to show you something that opened. I don't know if you're familiar with this new concert venue called The Sphere that opened up in Las Vegas. They did it. The, so imagine you're driving down the, the, the 15 and yeah. you see this. This is what you see. It's a giant sphere that's the size of any hotel and it changes colors and views. And the other side of the sphere, of the sphere is an 18,000 seat arena which has already has its residency. You two, the great band with Bono and the Edge, they're going to open it up in August. When you come to town, I'm going to bring you over. Check this just quick video out. Basically, when it first opened, just imagine the strip. That's what you see as a venue. It had the moon, had an eye that was winking. It caused traffic accidents because you're, what the fuck is that? You know? Now, when you saw that, that's the many images that PJ Mark sees on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. I said, I got to, I got to, so I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff while you're talking to this guy. Uh, <laughs> We're, we're bouncing around today. We got a lot of stuff to get through in the next eh, 20, 21 minutes. I love this. I love this picture of you. Describe. This is the Brad Grunberg. Went back and saw Brad Grunberg, Meatballs 4. Great. Great actor, Corey Feldman. Great set. Look at this. Describe that. that. Uh, that was a great, great night. I, uh, My friend Jason Brooks took me to the world-famous Hollywood Tropicana and uh, as a customer, and that's Robin. She danced for me, and wow, she was something special. And I ended up getting a job there as the MC for uh, 15 years. Female mud wrestling. 
Uh, yes, female mud wrestling, hot oil and mud. Let me give you a little sample of, uh, I, was the, I was a comedian, I was looking for a job. My boy, Jason Brooks said, we gotta go to the, we gotta go to the Tropicana, man. And, and remember, you lived in LA, remember in the LA Times sports section, they always had the little ad for the Tropicana, I don't know if you remember. Free sure. admittance, yeah. yeah. So um, I walked in, I, I, I was a customer, and then I came back, talked to the manager, I did four Mondays in a row, and the only the only thing that got me the job was if the bar was up. As you know, as a bartender, that's the most important thing, because that's all all uh, profit. So I got the job, and 15 years later, I had the best time of my life. My grandma came, all my friends. I met people that I still talk to today. And let me give you my little spiel: the bigger the bill, the bigger the thrill. The more money, the nicer the honey. The more greenery, the nicer the scenery. Seven nights a week, 365 days a year. Fuck Disneyland. This is the happiest place on earth, motherfuckers. That's <laughs> is that great? That's what I, I remember. I must have said oh, that. That's fantastic. That, that's better fun. than the entire interview we just had. That was fantastic. <laughs> no. That, you know what? I love the fact that we, we talk about this all the time, how important your nanny was in your life. And the fact that you could bring her. There's a picture we had of you in a previous podcast. You're standing with your nanny with 50 girls that work at the Tropicana, you know. Did she, did, was she the typical Yenta to try to fix you up with any of these girls? Or did she uh, ask you, Bradley, any, any of these girls Jewish? Was that kind of? Yeah, no? uh, that, yeah, that was one. Uh, but the other thing she was so uh, amazed by was my tips. You know, at the end of the night, I, I made 10% of all the girls I, I auctioned off to wrestle. So if 100 bucks, I get 10 bucks. So I would go over to my grandma, excuse me, and she would count all my money. And she'd go, oh, my goodness, look at that. You're making all that money? I go, yes, nanny. She goes, you got to put it away for a rainy day. I should have listened to grandma. But uh, but no, it was, it was the Hollywood Tropicana. It changed my life in so many ways because uh, I learned a lot about women. Uh, nice guys are bad boys, right? Most of the girls like bad boys. And uh, I was a nice guy. And uh, I have a million stories I can tell. And celebrities came in, rock stars, everybody. Because that was like the main, that was like the one place people went went to before you know strip clubs were like you know a dime a dozen but it was special and uh i miss it well of course well it's a yeah, big but just think about think about what that meant to you and th those kind of uh you know those kind of memories are, are huge and, oh yeah and right. you said you learned you know that's a great thing about being a bartender is my son said to me max he says dad what are you gonna take away from this when you're all said and done and i said well i'm doing 42 years I go to work every night and I meet new people and have different conversations. Not everyone in their job could say that, you know, I care what you do. You meet new people and there's different conversations. You know, this, this one's drama and you're helping, laughing, joking. And before you know it, the eight hours goes pretty quick. Got a couple of memes for you. Check this one out. I thought about you when I saw this. Okay. This is from AD. Where will you be when your diarrhea comes back? That's Brad. <laughs> <laughs> look at him oh my god oh he's squeezing some cheese in there man right now look at his face that's, that's the good. worst you know that how's that happen that's I great i don't think it's possible to be in a hot tub with two women and your body works in that fashion that that the organs say you know what you're with two beautiful women in a hot tub and there could be some extracurricular activity going on we're gonna make you shit in the hot tub now nah, i don't think it works. It doesn't. Unless you're in Meatballs 5. I right, check this one out. This is a, I want you to read this. I thought it was great. 
I bet aliens ride past Earth and lock their doors. I yeah. bet they do, man. It's we got tough. Some scary people on Earth, right? Up right now, man. I'll tell you, I don't want to get into that because you know, but you know, you look. Um, it's it's, it's it's what's going on in our country right now with mass shootings. It's scary. It oh, really, God, man. And for all our gun advocates, and I love guns. It's just, it's just, I, I don't know how you. I don't know how this is happening. So my, people, uh, I mean, I, I, I was a victim of a, of a, uh, we know. you know, when I was, and I was shot at when I was 22 years old and I lived because I, I slipped and fell like a fat guy and I ran away, but they caught the guy. But again, there are too many guns and it's just sad, man. I, it, it, wrong place, wrong time. These innocent people, these kids, it just, it breaks my heart, man. It really okay. does. Let's lighten it up a little bit. Then we'll get yeah. some family talk and some good stuff. Mm-hmm. This I th- this is happening right now. And of course, this guy who you told everyone to retire last year after 11 concussions, Tom Brady, he's now a very visible part of the Las Vegas nightlife. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And we had a big party here for the Fanatics co-founder, Mike Rubin, out of Philadelphia. You know, Fanatics is the number one gears and the guys made $13 billion. So there are a lot of rumors in TMZ. And I have some sources, too. That not only did he hang out with this woman, Uh-oh. they they got up, they went to breakfast, they went to the beach, and they hung out the entire day. Is this the, the most eclectic couple that could ever be as far as opposites? But is this the most apropos? This I'm not kidding. Check this out. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Wow. You Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, she... Uh, I don't know. That's it was with the uh, what was the guy that played for the New Jersey Nets for for a cup for a cup of coffee? Chris something. Chris, not Chris Jenner. Can't think of his last name. Reggie Bush. She had a nice nice, nice long. Oh, of, right. she uh, has been with. Uh, yeah. And now she. Yeah. What about me? What about me? Uh, well, you both have the same type. Yes, but about that, I mean, I'm available. I, I don't get. I mean, look, I who am I to say? But Brady to me is a stud. You know the way he handled himself. I know he's gotten some financial trouble with this old crypto stuff, but. He'll 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 bounce back from that. But it's, uh, you, wait, you're gonna pass a hat around for him? Come on, man. No, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. no good. There's no go GoFundMe page. No, I like I like Tom Brady. I, I know I like him a lot. Yeah, I, I like everything about the yeah, guy. I mean, because there was some controversial moments back in 2001 I, with the. I Raiders. just wish he. I just I don't know. You know, I'm, I wasn't in his marriage. You know, to to his wife, but you know. You know, I, I just think he. You know, I hope he doesn't come back. Is he gonna? You think he'll play for 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 the Raiders? What do you think? And if he's into that, I know. Oh God, that could be scary for him. I don't that, know. That's I mean, a, do you notice one thing about the Kardashian girls? It doesn't end well. No, the guys they date it never ends. Well. Look at Pete uh, Pete Davidson. Oh, he Vazemir. Pete Davidson. Look at look at the slew. I know. But the fact that my my hall pass. Is Kate Beckinsale, and he had that. And Pete Davidson, I don't know. I, I like the guy. I just saw the well, there was the, the six episodes they did. On, it was Amazon or Hulu about he produced it. It's about his life. What a and he's, he's a fuck up. Okay, I mean, he's, he's, and, I mean, he's had a lot he, of tragedy. He, he's like Pete Marks, but he's a great guy. But no, he's, he's a great guy. Under Lauren, you know Lauren Francesca. You know my great buddy who was uh, a great. She was on our on our podcast. She knows him very well, and he is a solid guy. Yeah, he's solid. Staten Island, yeah. But he's, you know, he's gotten involved with some. He, he likes to partake, and yeah, you, you know, and and, and it, it's affected his life. But in, even in in this own documentary type 
how would you say it? Because it's about he plays himself and he has his entourage. And who play? Oh, Edie Falco plays his mother, and she's fantastic. Yeah. And 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 she's sitting in a restaurant in the in the, in the show, and she goes, "Did you know Marissa Tomei played me in the King of Staten Island? Can you believe that? It was brilliant." <laughs> But you can see the guys got demons, but got beautiful women. Brady is the kind of guy I think that I think he's a player. I think he's like Jimmy Garoppolo. If you're tapping that, yeah, there's gonna be two or three sisters or a mother involved, also. Yeah. All right. You don't think you know what? Who knows? Who knows really what goes on? You know, TMZ's incredible show. They get the gossip, man. They get it right off the presses, you know. They get it when it's still wet. Baby. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about the 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 the, the NBA summer league blowing up, man? They're 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 packing the Thomas and Mac, yeah. and twenty five bucks a ticket like it was a couple of years ago. It's a hundred hundred and fifty bucks to get into this thing just to watch these rookies play. The big kid Victor Wedebeniba, whatever his name is. Oh, he's great. Oh he's my god, be great for the NBA. He seems like a real good kid. I just hope he doesn't. He stays healthy, you know. And did you hear? You know, uh, Pop. You know. Signed a new contract to coach the San Antonio five years, eighty million dollars. Yeah, I like Steve, Pop. Yeah, I love Pop. Uh, what a great coach. Steve Kerr is my favorite yeah. coach because not only is he a friend of yours, but he actually has such a great sense of humor that after a loss to the Clippers, a lot of coaches won't come out and talk to anyone. He's joking around with you, and you know that I, I've always liked Steve Kerr. I like his Steve Kerr's story. He's he's about he's so you know, humble. He's so just, humble. Yeah. 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 And he I like just, people that are successful, who are humble and grateful. I mean, whenever you see uh, the five championships they won, you know, you know, all the fanfare and you know they're 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 you know celebrating. He's always in the background, always. He never likes to be. It's always about the players. He's just a great guy. He hasn't changed. I mean, I I just saw him. You know, he was just so humble. He met my friend Campy, and we just laughed after the game. You know, it's just really cool. You're uh, like I said, you got a pulse on Hollywood, but this is something I, I I think you've paid attention to also. It's a nice little subject. Can you believe all the firings at ESPN? I mean, Susie Colbert, Steve Young, oh. Todd McShay, David Pollack, uh, uh, what's the one? Neil Edward. They fired like thirty people. And they Max, right? Max, uh, Max Kellerman, right? They got rid of him. Keyshawn Johnson. People that have been there for fifteen to twenty years yeah. are gone. And they're saying their shows aren't making any money, but they didn't get away. They didn't get a. a they didn't get some of the big talent out of there. I don't believe that. I don't believe what they're saying. Why they got rid? You know, it's kind of like a company. You know, they can replace two people with one salary. You know, they get rid of Keyshawn Johnson, whatever they do. It's. Ter- I mean, it's terrible. I mean, you know, the only one I'm. I'm happy they got rid of was Van Gundy. I can't stand him. I. I never liked him as a coach or 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 a color guy. He's terrible. My yeah, favorite Jeff Van Gundy, you bring that up. Is Jeff, Van, I'll get a YouTube for our next show. He's trying to break up a fight when he's coaching. Oh. And he, he jumps on a he jumps on Alonzo Morning's leg and <laughs> has to shake him off like it's a bug. Like, yeah. like you yeah, was, oh, your I calf. Was, it's the funniest thing ever. And I like, remember that. Yeah. 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 I, no, I don't think both yeah. Van Gundys could, could take a, a you know. I like Scott Van Pelt, but the Van Gundys. Yeah, no, I like I like Scott. No, I I like his brother, but I don't like Jeff. Jeff is just he, it's just something about him. I, I just and what he says, you know, during the games, just well, uh, you know, what's too a- we didn't have when we grew up is that all these shows on ESPN, Fox Sports, CBS Sports, it's shock talk radio. They 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 say things so you and I will talk about it. 
Can you believe Stephen A. Smith said this about white players in the NBA and black players? And they want to, because they have so much competition, they have to want to outdo each other. And it becomes sort of like that, that uh, slam. Uh, it's called sensational journalism. Say something that could be half right, but let's sure. see if we get your attention. Skip Bayless, long time guy with Stephen A. Smith that he has been, goes to Fox Sports. Shannon Sharp quits the show. They can't find anybody that wants to work with the guy. So to put the show on hiatus. I know a guy who wants to work with the guy because he's going to get a job after after the PJ March fiasco. He can do it. <laughs> I do. I like Stephen uh, Stephen A. Smith. I like him. I really do. I've always liked him. You know, I like Charles Barkley. I like these guys who speak the truth. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, not everything they say I agree with, but I still like them. Oh, kinda Barkley! Like kind of like you. Barkley's nuts. Barkley go on TNT during the hockey. He's in a hockey studio and says. You know, I can't do I can imitation the guy because I don't know why everyone's watching basketball. The hockey's great, you know, and he played basketball and he works for TNT. He's a, you know, he's a, there's, there's certain whales that come to this town that are known for being great tippers. Dennis Rodman, yeah. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, yeah. Jimmy Johnson. All right. And Charles Barkley is huge. Okay. Big tipper, big tipper. Yeah. Yeah. You know, let me ask you this. Do you know the biggest scumbag? I've lived in this town for 30 years. You know the biggest scumbag ever? Do we have a show called Mark and Mercedes in the morning? Sort of like what you have in LA with the who's ever on the morning shows, like KLOS could be, you know, Brad and Brad and the, and Fish doing their morning show and talking about Hollywood. We have Mark and Mercedes show. And they said, Who do you think the biggest scumbag is that comes to Las Vegas throughout all the years? All right. He's banned from seven hotels. He's 86. You'll never guess who it is. You want me to give? You want to take a wild guess who it is? He he was. Who, who's who's, who's who are you looking at? Um, I was just looking Grubhub, at Grubhub delivering. <laughs> uh, who is the scumbag? Who's the biggest scum? I'll give you. I'll give you a hint. Big commercial star. Commercials. Big commercial star. Yeah. Oh man. Think about your big commercials. Flow from Progressive. Yeah. State Farm. I'll tell you. This yeah. guy would walk into places like the Rio and the Palms and MGM Grand and goes, do you know the fuck I am? Oh, no. Jared from the Subway commercials. And now he's... What? Oh, yes. Now oh. he's child porn. He would he would play blackjack and if he missed a hand, he'd tip the table over, throw the chips at the, at the fucking dealers. What? And, yeah, he was a jerk-off. I mean, I'm just oh. going by what... I'm, I've done my research on this, and now he's in jail. He's in prison. Because oh, we, yeah, I know, these, I know, he's a real scumbag. Oh, good. He's yeah, he'll be there for a long time. There's a guy who got a break because he was a fat guy and he lost a lot of weight eating Subway, and and to treat people like that, shame. You know who I am? Yeah. Yeah. Know. Who am I? Yeah. Who the fuck are you, man? I know what you had. You had a turkey sub with no tomatoes and <laughs> extra cilantro, which Jesus, sounds man. good to Brad right That's what Brad yeah, was looking for. Like. I like I like to be the new Jared. You know what I'm saying? But the nice Jared, no. He he got what he deserved, man. That's some weird and some sick shit, man. You got and but yeah, but we have a lot of files, man. I don't. I, oh God, man. Hey, before we get out of here, because I'd yeah. love just I could chop it up with you for two hours just talking about life. But give us an update. Brad's dad is ninety-one years old. Just celebrated his birthday. Showed you the pic last week of uh, Jerry. Guy gets out of the shower and he breaks his tibia because when you're ninety-one. Yeah. Your body isn't what it was when you're in your 30s. So give us an update on your pops. Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, talk dad, about uh, that experience I, I, yeah. and tell people to talk, real quick. Talk about the seven hours in the ER. Yeah. So dad uh, was taking a shower. I help him. 
I don't go in the shower with him, but I just watch him and help him out of the shower, help him in the shower. And uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, no, I love my dad. So he steps out. And I told him exactly where to step. And he stepped to the side. He slipped. I grabbed him and he twisted his ankle, but he, he cracked his tibia. So I had to take him to the ER and uh, seven hours there, they did a wonderful uh, physician's assistant named Sherry Bay. She did three, te- you know, an x-ray, an MRI, then a CAT scan, and that showed uh, the crack. But um, thank goodness she, he's, he had an infection and uh, he's on antibiotic. And now he was in a wheelchair. Now he's back on his walker and uh, loving life. So I'm very grateful and uh, very blessed. So dad's in, in good shape and he's tough, man. This guy's tough. So I'm just, yeah, uh, very I can tell he's not a complainer, you know? No, 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 no. He gets frustrated I, because I do, you know, I do a lot for him and uh, I love him. You know, that's what it's all about. You know, your parents raise you and you, you're, you know, you are, you have great parents and your mom and, you know, you took care of your family and I take care of mine because it's all about the upbringing. You know, if they took care of me, I'm going to take care of them. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, when you came out of you, you crawled through your mother's legs. She's the first one to wipe your ass. <laughs> I love when you say that. Crawl. Um, you know, you, you talk about, you know, not being in the shower with your dad. Who cares if you're in the shower with your dad? Just if he says to you, Brad, that's not a pillow. <laughs> Steve Martin. Back and, and to my favorite movie. I, I, I love the fact that you caretake for your parents. We bring it up on almost every podcast. I don't care if people think it, it's something... And I'm not kissing your ass on that thing, no pun intended. I think it's great. You're right. They brought you into this world. Jerry and Sandy brought you and your brother and your sister into this world, and you're giving back, and they do too. And I think that's a lost, that's a lost part of our soul right now. We just we tend to put our parents right away into homes. That's great. I mean, they have to. They have to. I mean, you right. know, I, I agree. I mean, you know, when you when you live your life, you then you live you live through your grandkids, you live through your kids. That's what it's all about. And when you throw your parents away and you're in a home or wherever you put them, shame on you, shame on you. You know, they brought you into the world. I love the crawl between the legs. You know, can you imagine PJ Marks crawling out from his mother's legs? Talking about, he, jumped, he jumped out and jumped on the sandalier. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, on a weight board. That's what he did. He went right on a weight board. Wow, what a kid! He's not. He doesn't have kids, does he? No, I don't. Thank think God. So. No, no, he does not. No. He's he's a kid, man. You saw. Uh, we want to thank PJ. We want to thank PJ, uh, number eighteen in the books. Uh, Fish, I love it, man. I love it. I love you. Uh, I'm Brad Grunny Grubberg, aka Snacks, and that's Eric Fish Schneider. It's we'll Snyder. It, it's Snyder. Oh, yeah, Snyder. I did say that, didn't I? It's Snyder. There, oh, there he is. Snyder. Well, Schneider. Brad Schneider. It, it, no, one Schneider is Pat Harrington in one day at a time. Pat Harrington. Aren't you Pat Harrington? I'm not Pat Harrington. No. Oh, I'm you remember that show? How the hell? I love these sitcoms. Real quick, I got 30, I want 40 seconds. You don't want to jump on this one. All these fucking sitcoms. You got this guy with a beautiful woman and Bronnie Franklin and two gorgeous daughters. There's no flirting. How the fuck does how the fuck does Gilligan and the Skipper on a deserted island with horny ginger and Marianne down wells is the first woman? They have a yeah. belly button showing. There's no sex scenes. I can't take it. That's the sick piece. I, I, I wasn't on the island. You got to, you know, I wasn't on the island, but it the is Brad, what it is. If, if you, if we were Gilligan, if I was Gilligan and you were Skipper, and we had those two girls, we would have killed the hells off. 
got rid of got rid of the the, the, the professor and had orgies every night and, and eating coconuts and having crap. That's it. <laughs> Why the fuck would you get off the island? I Sorry. Love you. Hey, I love you. Dominoes just came. I gotta go. We'll see Bye. you next week on Fat Fish.